Amen. So we're going to do a discovery Bible study. Uh, and what that is, is uh, four questions which just ask real basic things around uh, the passage that we read. So on the desk is a, a passage, um, and it's 1 Kings 19, 1 to 18. What you'd normally do in a discovery Bible studies is you'd read it in two different translations. Um, but in this I would just say, because it's so long, choose either one of them, either the NLT or the ESV is, is on that piece of paper on the table. Um, if there's only a couple of you on the table, it might be worth combining forces. Um, the, the questions should be on the screen. Have we got the questions on the screen? But the questions are this. So when you're reading through, the questions are this. What does this passage tell us about God? Who God is? What his character's like? Anything like that. The second thing that you ask is what does it say about man? So what does it say about mankind? What does it say about us? Uh, how do we, what do we get out of scripture for that? The third thing is, how do I apply it to my life today? And the fourth thing is, is there anyone that I need to tell about this? Okay? You've got 20 minutes in your groups to just do that, and then we'll have some feedback here from each group, uh, just kind of what you got out of it. Yeah? Sweet. Off you go. Okay, everyone, we're going to draw it back in. I don't know if there's an easy way of doing this, but I, what we want to do is we want to hear from each table something, just one thing that you've taken away from asking those questions and what you're going to, yeah, what you're going to do. So we're just going to work around. We got a tie mic. That's a wonderful idea, Mr. PA. No, I think just like what sometimes there's something that you you get on and you just think that was the key that we're going to take away from this message. So be good just to to go around. We can start the let's let's start at the back. So just one thing that you've either an answer to one of those questions or how you're going to apply it, or... Alright, he's going to talk. What does the passage say about God? Um, To trust God. What was that, sorry? To trust God. To trust in God, very good, yeah. God is in control. God is in control. Yeah. Come on. Then, you just want a word, or several... Just say, like what, what, your, what your take I mean, because uh, Elijah, when he got the, when he got the threat from uh, Jezebel, he ran away, uh-huh. and then um, the, the angel of the Lord appeared, mm. woke him up, and then provided. Mm. So God is a provider. God is this a passage, provider. God uh, is always in control, oh. and that's it. Then, what does the passage say about man? Fear. Man is fearful, man is afraid, and he ran. Okay. Mm. And um, what do I need to do about it? Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. The wisdom's there next to you. (laughs) (laughs) He got his answers. Is there anyone I need to tell? Um, uh, we had some argument on uh, this table <laughs> about Let that, so uh, I'd like to hold on to that answer from this table. <laughs> you, tell us all. Come there on. wasn't an Why agreement not, on this table. Okay, um, from so, uh, <laughs> on this you table, some persons felt, is there anyone I need to tell? 
okay, from my perspective would be uh, I need to tell God. Okay. What do I need, uh, what do I need to do about it? Mm. Tell God. Is there anyone I need to tell? God. Okay, trust God and then tell God. But there's also another opinion on this same table saying you should be able to pass this morale to someone else. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I will look forward to hearing from other tables what yeah. they think about that last question. Uh-huh. Nice. Thank you. It's really good. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Right. Here we go. Who are we going to pick on on this table? Piers. Okay. Um, so the, 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 the first question question uh what what does the passage say about god it shows that that god's a god of order um and and that he he provides as well so so he gives elijah instructions for putting in um certain order uh, uh, anointing kings and uh, and things things like that um in terms of man it shows that you know there are there are people who god keeps who serve him and then there are people who are just breaking his covenant um i think i think what to do about it is just more to do with understanding what season you're in as a believer and is is god wanting you to serve in a particular way is he wanting you to break and rest what's what's god actually wanting you to do um in terms of uh telling anyone it's just about having it in the back pocket so that you are ready to to serve God with it when he calls you to do it. Thank you so much. It's really good. Keep going. Key takeaways. So we got an answer for all four questions, but we got really interested in verses 9 and 10 and verses 13 to 14. God says, what are you doing here? (laughs) And each time, Elijah gives exactly the same answer. And there's this whole incident in the middle where God's showing up with the wind and he's showing up. And then in the quietness, mm-hmm. Elijah senses his presence. Mm. But still, he gives the same answer. And we found that really interesting. Come on. Come on. It's really good. Tricky one. It takes time to change, doesn't it? Right. Gonna, you're going to talk? Yeah? Awesome. Sorry. There you go. Yes, come on, a young person. Not that you're not young, I'm sorry. You need to listen really closely. Think it was, what is it? Is it the earthquake? Yes. And after the fire, there was a sound of gentle whisper. I think that whisper was God. Come so on. you need to listen closely to the instructions God is giving you. Amen. Yeah. That is a good word. Awesome. Did Great everyone point, hear that one? Yeah. That is a really good word. Carry on. Any more? You want another one? Okay. Did you have another one? Okay. Um, one thing he tells us about a man, most of the times we believe that we're the only ones doing what's right. But God has a way of keeping people who, if we open our eyes, there are lots of people who are out there who are serving God, and we should play our own part, and um, others we probably have, are, are always going to be there also to play their own part, and God will always reserve an army of people mm. for himself. Mm. Amen. Nice, well Come on. It's really good. So what, 
What do we need to do about it? We need to listen, just as um, she said. We need to listen to God. We mm. don't. We need to be like come to this point that we have to really be focused and listen to God. Not let like when the storm came, and Elijah was thinking God is in that mess. He was mm. God wasn't there. God was in just this quiet mm. listening voice. That if Elijah didn't listen and go forward. Um, God wouldn't, he wouldn't really hear or get the message clearly. So for it's like, is there anything, anyone I, I need to tell? Yes, you, you need to tell everyone. <laughs> That's good. You That's need really to tell good. everyone, you know, let I, them know. Let I think what, you, what your table's picking up on is something that stuck with me as well when I was reading it before. This, at the beginning, it's the first time Elijah didn't, like it doesn't say God said this and Elijah did it. Yeah. It's the first time he didn't listen to God's voice mm. and he just went off and had a pity party yeah. and then he had to listen to God's voice afresh and then it, it refreshed him. So I think it's right, you know, I think yeah. when we're feeling down and rough and run down and tired, we have to listen to the voice of God, don't we, in order yeah. to, rather than just running away and ignoring God, it's that engaging with the whisper, that still small voice. That's really good. Thank you so much. It's really good. All right, let's table. So we're going to try and answer one from each section. Um, I guess what we learned about God was actually that he cares for us when we're afraid and actually he comes to us, mm. you know. Um, sorry, I don't know your name. Okay, so Zainab was saying, you know, about how actually we don't have to come to church but that God is comes to us, mm. you know, in our rooms and things and he whispers to us um, and what does it teach us about man or ourselves that actually even when we've seen God do great things we can still get really fearful and mm. run mm. Um, <laughs> what do we need to do about it we need to believe that he listens and hears and actually he answers us mm. and actually he ministers to, us, ministers to us even when we're running you know mm. if we just stop um and what do we need to do? We need to remember ourselves and remind ourselves and our brothers and sisters as well what, who is the God that we serve. Amen. Come on. Like others have already said, we kind of got stuck on like um, the bit where he's talking about God being in the mountains, in the fire, in the wind, and all that mm. stuff. But how God wasn't actually in that. So he made it all happen, and he's kind of just mm. maybe humbling him, um, being like, stop having your pity party, but this is how great I am. And like, and then maybe Elijah's like looking for him in all those really big things, but actually when he stops mm. and listens, that's yeah. when he... Mm. So, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. That's great. That's God's great. really powerful. <laughs> and he speaks to us when we're desperate. Yeah. yeah. And often it's if we still ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah. enough to hear his voice, yeah. rather than even just looking for the big, massive things. Mm. Yeah. We just still ourselves and in the yeah. presence of the Lord, and he promises to speak, doesn't he? Thanks. It's really good. Thank you. I think we should be clapping. I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. Jordan's giving a kiss. So that's yeah. welcome, Rich. You got a kiss from it. Uh, we, we, we found this quite difficult um, but uh, I think we've got that um, we are scaredy cats um, and wusses 
but um, God is um, he just whispers very quietly mm. he's, not, he's, not, he's not flashy he's not, he's not flashing his muscle you know <laughs> but, but he can surely kick ass <laughs> oh, that is good. I like that. Daniel, God can kick ass. Amen. Two words God provides. Amen. God is a provider. Very good. Thank you. You guys, you got anything? Um, I think ours was just kind of jumping to the end. We talked about how we could. We talked about Jonah a lot because Jonathan's obsessed with Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, skipping forward through that bit, uh, <laughs> we talked about uh, the in the application bit about applying it to ourselves. Um, so acknowledging that God is there when. We can, when we're feeling sorry for ourselves and he wants to speak to us. Mm. Um, and also, um, Andy was talking about how full of grace this passage is. Um, so it, we can apply it to ourselves as well when we come across people that we would, you know, in, mm. in naturally we would might find ourselves judging them mm. for having a pity party. Um, and um, actually when we see the way that God handles Elijah um, is full of grace and mm. yeah um, and you look like you want to say something you do, come on <laughs> yeah and just also how like we can write ourselves off sometimes and think that God can't use us when we're in a bad place mm. but actually like this was Elijah who mm. was one of the like main guys in the Old Testament right so mm. and God just said okay well you're clearly in a bad place have some food have some rest and then here's a new thing to do at mm. the end of the passage and that just struck me so, yeah. come on it's really good we also did lego very good good building all right uh, what what does the passage te- teach us about uh, god um, that when we are uh, at our lowest point and down and feeling vulnerable uh, he is there for us and uh, the other thing, he knows the future, mm. so he can provide for us, knowing that our future is in his hands. We tend to make, what does it teach us about man? That we make excuses, we're afraid of what others say, uh, get fearful, easily give up, feel sorry for ourselves. Mm. Um, what do I need to do about it? <laughs> get alone with God, mm. uh, let him speak to us clearly, being obedient to what he says. And believe he can, we can trust him in every situation. And number four, um, didn't quite get round to that. <laughs> Come on, it's really good. I just realised we Come didn't on, do our table. You've missed well. the best to last. That's no. what you were doing, isn't it? You knew that conversation was the best. And right, who wants to share something? Oh, Lizzie and Victoria. I can just leave this here now. Okay. Okay. Um, so what we were like saying about what the, what it says about God is that. He is like our provider because he gave um, him the food so that he could travel for 40 days without like having to stop or eat more food. Mm. And what it says about man is that we, we as people, we do what we do anything so we could be with God because 
we just we travel he traveled so far just so we could be with god mm. and um what we what we can do about it is just listen to him when he says mm. if he has something to say or has a plan for us we have to listen to him amen that's really good um i was really struck by how just gentle god is with elijah mm. um god it wasn't like this needs to happen this needs to happen this needs to happen you need to get up and go and do that mm. god gave him time like elijah walked for 40 days and 40 nights to mount sinai god on a, wasn't on a like, loaf of bread <laughs> yeah yeah but god wasn't on his like own agenda of like this needs doing god gave elijah time mm. to come back to him to hear from him come and on. yeah yeah we should do that too give ourselves come time on. god yeah. isn't um fixated on when we get stuff done he just wants to be in relationship with us mm. yeah our culture has a real kind of productivity focus doesn't it and actually we have to think that's not necessarily bad it's just we have to wait on god's voice and he will restore us in the right time and it's really good i love it i think this is so a lot of this passage is listening to the voice of god and i think why it's quite significant that we're doing a discovery Bible study or this Bible study is because actually this is one of the best ways that I hear from God. I ask these four questions when I read the passage and I just hear God's voice in the midst of it. And I think what I love about it, it's not complicated. It's not kind of, it's just asking four basic questions whenever you read the scripture and it just allows God to say, okay, this is who I am. This is who you are. How do you apply that to, to your life? How, so like when I'm reading, how do I apply that every morning? And then the, the big question, I think this is this, and this is one of the focuses of this type of Bible study, is actually we're called to take the word of God forward. And so actually that fourth question, quite often when I've done this in a church setting, and I'm not picking you, you out, Colin, but you said, oh, I didn't have time to think about that one. Whereas actually these, what I would normally say when introducing is make sure you get to the fourth question because the word goes into you for you to flow out, doesn't it? So actually the, the, that fourth question that you ask yourself is really important. And you might not know the answer, but God brings... So, so Sorry, Colin, I didn't mean to. That is just a, it's a common thing that we all do, though. No, I know, I know. It was helpful that you said that. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it. And some passages lay themselves more easily to it, to be honest, whereas this one might not. But even if it's like, quite often it's like a, a Christian friend and actually God will bring people to mind and you think, okay, I don't know their situation at this moment, but maybe they need to hear it. And so the, the living God speaks to you and says, actually, you know, how do I, who do I tell about this? And actually God is in the midst of, of speaking to us as we read scripture. And I think that, so I would encourage you to take these questions away and use them i think me and zoe use them i use them it's a simple way of really getting deep into scripture to to hear the voice of god when just robin did do lots of work on this and i i, I think he would have brought something really profound i think there's a video actually which we could share with the church which robin recorded we just didn't think it would really work in this setting, so that would be a good thing to do, actually. We'll, we'll share that with the church. We'll send an email with a link in it, uh, and you can watch it. Lizzie's got it in a pocket there. Um, but the, the thing that... So 
what does it say about God? We were on this table and Florence and Edie were drawing during the worship and Edie drew a rainbow. And I, I just thought, you know, the faithfulness of God. And every time we see a rainbow, we should think the faithfulness of God. God is really faithful towards us. And then Florence was on the other side drawing love hearts. And she was writing, I love Edie, but I wanted her to write, I love Andy, but she wouldn't do that. So I couldn't convince her to do that. But love hearts, so I think God is a loving God. God is a really, a God full of love for us. And you think of this story and Elijah, and he loves you. No matter where you are, no matter what situation you're in, no matter if you're feeling great, no matter if you're calling fire down from heaven like Colin was preaching on last week, or if you're just feeling a bit down in the dumps and wanting to sleep under a tree, God loves you and he is faithful towards you. And, and, and that's what I take away from this passage, his faithfulness. So just if you're thinking this week, God is faithful, think of rainbows. God loves you. Think of the heart. God loves you. Just think about that. Just meditate on that this week. I think that is one of the key things. And he is a provider. He provides all of our needs. He always provides for us. You know, you, you go to him. And I think that's what we've seen out at the back of prayer and fasting. He's a provider constantly. It doesn't say where that bread comes from, does it? It just says Elijah woke up and there was a cake baked on hot stone, which sounds delicious to me. But it, it's good, isn't it? God is a provider. He provides all of our needs. What does it tell us about man? I think we can have high points and we can have low points. <laughs> we can be really flying with God and we can be really not flying with God. But also we can, we can have low moments uh, and I think there has to be grace for that. And I think that's why we do it in a church and we should speak and be open and honest with one another. But also actually we were talking about Ahab and Jezebel and man has the real ability to do bad. <laughs> you know, and actually we have to be aware of that. Actually mankind has the ability to do bad things. And we should be watching and thinking and meditating. How do I, how do I not actually, how do I hear the voice of God and, and go after him? What do we need to do about it? I think we, we need to meditate on what we've learned here. We need, to, we need to think through. And actually, what you, what you were saying at the back there, that the God is a God who speaks and directs and guides. In John 10, it says he's a good shepherd, and the sheep know his voice, and the sheep follow him after hearing his voice. Elijah gets in a mess here because he's not listened to the voice of God. He's not created the space to hear God. That doesn't mean he won't have got a bit down anyway, but he'd have heard the voice of God in the midst of it. And I think that constantly creating space to hear God and hear his whisper and hear his voice, he's that faithful God that loves to speak to his people. And who do I need to tell? I need to tell. I think that there is people. Shall we just ask God now to bring people to mind that we might need to tell this to? And then the bold thing afterwards is actually doing it. Because <laughs> sometimes you can think, oh, who do I need to tell? God would bring a word to you, a name to you. And then you, the next step is the obedience to actually take that phone call. So, but let's just pray. Let's give God a minute. I'm going to invite the worship team up. But, but I think God has been speaking today about his faithfulness and grace and provision, about our reaction to him. And I just want to give us a minute before we before Claire leads us in worship and just just still our hearts in front of God still our hearts on what we've learned 
Think about the faithfulness of God. Think about how much he loves you. Think about the fact that he is your provider. And then just ask, God, is there anyone you think I need to tell about this? And we're just going to have a minute of silence, and then Claire would lead us. God, I thank you that you're all-powerful and almighty. I thank you that you are in complete control, Lord Jesus, over this whole place, over our lives, over this world, over our friends and family, over every situation, Lord. And I thank you that you're the God that meets with us, that draws near to us, that, that speaks to us, and we can hear your voice, Father. And now we just want to lift your name on high, Lord Jesus. As we end this service, we just want to worship you, Lord. We just want to praise your name because you are worthy of adoration and praise, Lord. In your precious name, Jesus.